Hi guys, welcome back to the Shannon Show podcast. Today's episode is going to be a review of RuPaul's Drag Race UK Season 1, Episode 5. For those of you watching on YouTube, please subscribe to my channel if you haven't yet. So obviously something wrong has gone sad, but like I said in my last podcast, I think it was the right decision. You know, before the lipstick has even dried, Cheryl Cole has come out and said that, you know, something wrong didn't really have much to offer. Personally, I think that's a bit rich coming from Cheryl Cole. Like she's probably on, she's probably about on her last life, to be honest. So I just think it's a bit rich coming from her. I think, you know, quietly confident, I feel like, because she's been safe like two weeks in a row now. She's getting a little bit too confident. But what do you think? Do you feel like Cheryl can chat? Obviously, she did quite well in this week's challenge. Do you think she has redeemed herself enough to be talking this shit? Or is she a bit too big for her boots? So the girls kind of allude to the fact that you know, they don't think it should have been a double win. Vivian and Bagger don't really make a comment on each other, which was interesting. I would have thought we would have gotten at least a kind of confessional kind of thing. I guess the producers probably tried, but they didn't really get anything out of either of them. So that's why we didn't really see anything. I think they both played it quite smart and didn't say anything. But I quietly, I think Vivian definitely thinks that she should have won it on her own. I don't know if Bagger thinks she should have won it on her own, maybe. But I think definitely Vivian thinks that she should have won it on her own. But what do you guys think? Why do you think that they didn't really comment on it? They kind of just kind of brushed it to the side. Blue Hydra just, she pipes up. She's, she's another one who's been piping up a lot. Granted, like I said, I do think she's potentially a dark horse. But yeah, she's been piping up a lot and she says that she didn't think that either of them should have won, which I thought was quite interesting because she didn't say herself she should have won, which I kind of feel like she did think that she should have won. But what do you think? Because I, I, I wouldn't really nominate anyone else. Actually, yes, she was definitely kind of talking about herself. Like she definitely thinks that she should have won because she said that she should have been at least top three, which we t- which she technically was. So what do you think? Do you think Mary Berry deserved to win? Well, Blue, Hy- Blue Hydrators take on Mary Berry deserved to win. I definitely think Blue Hydrators feeling herself a bit too much. You know, it's always good to believe, you- believe in yourself, believe in your talent and have confidence. But I think it's a reach there. And I think Blue Hydrator is... A bit jealous of the Vivian and bag of ch- and bag of chips because they are the top contenders. They're seen as the top contenders, and every week they consistently get really good critiques. And to be fair, especially Bagger has been getting away with loads of stuff like bad outfits um, and some average performances. She's been getting away with that, so maybe the kind of je- jealousy or animosity is granted. But what do we think about Blue Hydrangea? Do you think she's another one getting too big for her boots? Do you think she's jealous? What are we thinking, guys? Crystal kind of brings up Davina's meltdown that she had last episode. And again, nobody really says anything on it. I definitely feel like the producers told Crystal to bring it up because it didn't feel very organic. Um, But yeah, Bagger and Vivian kind of just don't really speak on it. 
So again, I think I think the queens this year are very smart. They're not really trying to give in to the producers trying to start any drama. So this week's mini challenge was the reading challenge. And everyone who isn't British that is watching this, I'd just like to formally apologise on behalf of the UK because that was absolutely rubbish. If I was to give anything to anyone, honestly, they were just so bad. But I feel like out of the whole crew, if I was had to pick who was the best or who were the best, I'd say Crystal and Cheryl Hole had the best reads. But what do you think? I guess, you know, I guess in the UK there's different types of comedy. But I personally didn't really find any of it funny like at least you know you get like you know a giggle or oh you know I didn't really feel anything but let me know did you what did you think of the reads do you think they were good reads or do you think they were a bit bit rubbish let me know what you think did any of you guys peep the 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 pit crew slash brick crew guy like he looked like he did not want to be there he looked like he regretted coming on national tv in his boxes because his face just didn't want to be there. And I don't know why they kept focusing on his face. I think maybe the editor found it funny. <laughs> you know them ones, you know, when the paycheck sounds good, but then you actually deep it and you're like, what the fuck have I done? This week, they've hyped it up. They've got Jade from Little Mix on it. And it's a girl group challenge. And it's a kind of, it's a kind of, they go inside the studio, they record and then they lip sync and they do a performance. Like, we've kind of seen it before. Um, and there's two girl groups. There is um, Filth Harmony, which has the Vivian, Crystal and Cheryl Hall in it. And they've got the Frock Destroyers, which has Blue Hydrager in it, Bagger and Davina. On first impressions, I was leaning towards... Filth, filth Harmony winning because they have the strong characters in their Vivian. Cheryl Hull, she's not really the strongest competitor, but she does, you know, lip syncing. She does um, um, tribute bands. So this this challenger automatically kind of knew this would be up her street. And who else? What's the last person? And I thought Crystal would be at the very least average. The other group, I didn't really rule them out. You never know with these challenges, but I kind of just thought that Fifth Harmony had stronger competitors as an ensemble and would probably do better. In terms of first impressions, who did you initially think was going to win? Just basing it off the people in it. So another kind of guest that they had on the show was um, MNEK on the show, the singer, the one that had the collab with Zara. And it was like, I'll never forget you, that song. Um, and yeah, I've, all this time, I thought his name was Benink. I thought you all said it together, like, as in one word. But yeah, he was fun. I guess he was kind of ad- acting as, like, a Todrick Hall kind of dupe kind of thing. Um, but yeah, one thing that really kind of, not really annoyed me, but I thought was strange is that he didn't have his, like, confessionals in the studio it was like some next background I thought that was a bit strange I guess maybe he couldn't make it to the studio or you know because of maybe they could afford to take him to the studio I don't know but it just looks a little bit weird obviously one thing I immediately noticed 
was that the Vivian has been, you know, saying all season that she's a singer, she sings. But the singing was, the singing ability was very, very interesting. It just reminded me of when people would say they could sing and then you go to the talent show and it just was just, you know. I mean, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't the best. It wasn't, it wasn't the type of voice where I would confidently tell people I was a singer. Another surprise, even, was actually Bag of Chips. Bag of Chips actually sounds pretty decent. Like, she sounds better than Vivian, who was supposedly a singer. Like, Bagger has got some pipes, like, some pretty decent pipes. I was, I was quite surprised. Um, obviously, Davina, she's a singer. She was on The Voice UK. I've never heard... I never watched The Voice when she was on it. I actually still haven't really heard a track of her. I haven't really had time or the interest to go and actually search up her singing. Um, so, yeah, I was a bit disappointed because, obviously, she went down the kind of speaking, rapping route. Um, obviously, they were gassing up her quote-unquote whistle tones. I don't personally think that was a whistle tone. I think that was a high note, but not a whistle tone. Like, whistle tone is Mariah, you know, Mariah minimum Ariana. What she was doing really wasn't a whistle tone. It was just a high note. And, you know, if you have, if you can hit high notes, anyone really can do that if you can, you know, hit high enough. Did anyone classify what Davina did as a whistle note? Personally, that wasn't coming from a whistle tone that was coming from the back of the throat I'll do an example that it's the back of the throat so she just went see that isn't a whistle tone that is just a high note from the back of the throat and that's what she was doing it sounded nice don't get me wrong but the terminology was wrong so also in today's episode, um, kind of like in terms of like topical conversation, what kind of came up was homophobic bullying and they kind of all talk about their experience in school and how they were kind of bullied. Um, there was a lot of homophobic bullying when they were young um, and that doesn't surprise me. Obviously, I would classify myself as quite young. I'm 22, you know, kind of primary school maybe not really in my experience primary school you might but where it is rife is secondary school and that is definitely when you're more impressionable and when stuff like insecurities and stuff is at your highest at secondary school in my experience um it definitely got better the older the years she went up like one of my good friends we all kind of knew that he was gay it was kind of like the elephant in the room but he would he was he was bullied um and he would you know say that he wasn't gay and he would deny it um but he was kind of still bullied anyway because he was quite camp and he only really hung around with girls i think a lot of it was down to actually jealousy as well because he came from a middle class family he was well put together he had nice things so i think that was mixed in with it as well because he had such a nice life it's just like what what can we pick apart from him it was really bad, just like unnecessary shit, spitting, you know, trying to intimidate, intimidation, trying to chase people, chase him after school. Like it was just unnecessary. 
that was like year seven. So this is like 11 year 12. Things got better. I'd say, I say in terms of homophobic bullying, I think it's definitely worse for boys. I think, you know, in terms of lesbians coming out, I think it's probably a bit easier, to be honest. I think there was a lot more sympathy for girls. I think the boys have it worse when, when in terms of coming out. Now, I'm not really sure how it is. Like I said, it definitely got better in the older years, like year nine plus. Obviously, there were still some immature people, but in terms of like actual like aggressive bullying, you really didn't really see any of it past year nine. Obviously, how schools are right now, I can't really assume whether it's gotten better or not. If you are somebody who's still in secondary school um, now, I'd love to know if you think things have improved in terms of homophobic bullying. Is it still rife? I know I've been out a few times and I've I've heard like people who are clearly like 14, 13, like say the F-A-G word and they clearly were not gay. So... I'm not sure, it's definitely, there's definitely still an issue, but in terms of improvement, yes, it's been improved, but I think there definitely still is an issue, they brought up kind of like the protests, like people are protesting, they don't want LGBT history taught in schools, and you know, the arguments that are influenced, I just think all of that is absolute, I, I think all of that is utter crap, really. Some people do claim, you know, religious reasons, but I just feel like, even that, just take your child out. I don't understand why now everyone must not learn about it because of your religious beliefs. People are entitled to have their religious beliefs, but I think protesting outside of school is utterly ridiculous. So, moving on to the performances. So, obviously, Filth Harmony was first. And in the beginning, it started off, you know, quite all right, good even. But then in the midsection, that's when it started to go bad. Obviously, Cheryl was the standout performance. She was really strong. Um, the Vivian, I could, I, I kind of got the gist that I felt like, you know, I was just like, did she forget the words? Did, does she not know her own words? Is that is that correct? Is that the Vivian, the top bitch, forgetting her words? Like, no. No, that can't be the Vivian. Vivian, overall, she was quite average, but Crystal was rubbish. Very lacklustre. Um, and it's just like, I don't understand how you can look like you're trying and not trying at the same time. It's almost like, you know, she was working overtime and she was just... I feel like at this point in the competition, she was entirely drained and that performance literally took the rest of her energy that's what it kind of looked like so by the end it was kind of a mess and I'm kind of thinking it looks like they might be in trouble because the other group literally only needs to be average to win this so obviously the other group comes out the um, frock destroyers and they were really good like in terms of a unit they were solid the moves the moves weren't overcomplicated, um, and they looked like they were having fun. Their lipsticks were on point. In terms of standout performances, I wouldn't really say anyone kind of stood out. Obviously, Davina's split was just kind of like, okay, Davina, I see you. But in terms of a unit, I feel like it was literally like a girl group, like, um, and it wasn't like there was the Beyonce or the Michelle or the Kelly. It was kind of just like they were all one unit. 
So, you know, I already knew that they had won it, really. I'm thinking, okay, Phil Harmony are definitely in the bottom. But Cheryl did a decent job. So I was thinking, well, Crystal and Vivian must be in the bottom, then that's who it's going to be. Runway theme was Day at the Races. And overall, it was a bit underwhelming, really, in terms of creativity. Um, I think the best outfit was Davina. Obviously, that was quite creative. And I thought it was an interesting take on the jock. I really liked the presentation. I did like Vivian's outfit. Obviously, it did seem a bit pedestrian. I didn't like the tights with it. But the dress, like, as a dress, I really liked it. And I liked the hat as well. In terms of the worst outfit, Cheryl... I don't know, what the fuck. Uh, it's just like, at this point, so now you you haven't made this dress, you've actually brought this dress in and you thought this would be acceptable for the drag race. I'm just thinking, you know what? Not everybody has a lot of money, but, you know, eBay, you can get loads of nice shit for like 99p if you look well enough. Because that kind of, that looked like, that dress did not look like the day at the races. It looked like she snuck in at the day of the races and she got her dress off at Essex Market. And the market is stocked from AliExpress, but the bad versions of the AliExpress stuff. I need Cheryl to come with better looks and definitely better makeup as well. The tuck is slightly getting better. It could still use some work, but the makeup was quite bad today. Even though her performance is really good, the makeup was quite bad today. Feedback is given and they go back to the lounge or whatever while the judges deliberate and Vivian and both Crystal break down and obviously Vivian, she was the top dog and now she knows, she's crying because she knows she's in the bottom, like she knew she was at the bottom. And then Crystal was crying too and I think Crystal was crying because she knew she was going home. She knew she was not going to win against the Vivian. <laughs> and the winner of the challenge is Frock Destroyers. And Rue actually gives them all um, names. And Rue actually names them all of the winners. So it's a joint three-way prize. Um, do I agree with that? I think I think it is justifiable. Like I said, there wasn't really anyone that stood out, stood out for me. I think they were all really great and they did a good job together. I definitely think the fact that the prizes are blue, blue Peter badges definitely encouraged the triple win because it's not like they have to give them all like um an all expense trip to vegas cheryl's safe and as we all kind of figured out the vivian and crystal are lip syncing for their life and overall it was a kind it was an underwhelming ish lip sync vivian did her thing i was low-key expecting more but she held her own crystal a mess a mess I think she got away with it last last week with the whole kind of crazy thing because of the outfit that she was wearing. But it's just like you're dressed as a safe as a as a standing sofa. The whole going crazy thing and you know trying to be comedic with it doesn't really work when as an original person you're just not that funny. And then on top of that, she took her hat off to reveal a wig. And the wig wasn't even sewed on, wasn't even glued on properly or sewed on properly. You could see her kind of, um, her hairline poking through the wig. Girl. Girl, girl, girl. I cannot applaud or commend 
for that. That was tired. And you could tell that Crystal was tired. And I think it was her time to go. I think a lot of people kind of expected her to be in the final. At first, I thought she was last week. She kind of was going mid-range. She was floundering. And this episode, again, she was poor quality again. So I think it was the right time for Crystal to go. I think, I actually think that she was exhausted. I think that she was just really tired. And I think that was affecting her performance. So I think it was the right time for her to go. But how do we feel about Crystal leaving? leaving? Do we feel like she could have redeemed herself and been on top of her game again? Or do you think like she just would have been hanging on to dear life? Or do we feel like this is the wrong decision that she should have stayed or Rue should have given her a second chance. What are we thinking, guys? On Twitter, a lot of people saying that Cheryl Hall is growing on them. A lot of them are excited for Cheryl Hall and Cheryl Cole to finally meet. I'm going to have fun mixing up their names in the next podcast. Some people are still saying that she is annoying. Um, and some people are um, speculating that she might be lip syncing for her life next week. Well, you know, you never know Crystal was out. We kind of thought she was going to get to the final. So who knows who's going to be lip-syncing for their life next week. There's a lot of love for Bagger. A lot of people saying that they love her. A lot of people saying that she slayed this challenge. Um, And yeah, I forgot to say, I definitely think Bagger probably could now have potential from what I've seen to actually take the crown. What do you think? Do you think Vivian is going to just... You know, this is just a one-off for Vivian. She's never going to lip-sync again and she's going to go on to win. Or do you feel like it could be a real tussle for the crown now? It's quite mixed for Vivian. Some people are glad that she didn't leave. Some people love her. Some people are saying that she's really bitchy and really rude. Some people are saying that they actually think Crystal won the lip-sync and she didn't. Hmm, what are we thinking, guys? Yep, a lot of people are saying, I've seen a few people say that they think that Crystal should have stayed and that her lip sync was better. What do we think, guys? You know, kind of consistently every week, Davina is getting love on Twitter. Lots of people saying that she should win. Um, A lot of people saying they were emotional when she kind of revealed her story of, like, her homophobic bullying. Um, Did any of you guys cry? Did any of you shed a tear? In terms of the lip sync... Again, it's quite mixed on Twitter. Some people saying that it was underwhelming, there was bad lip sync. Some people saying it's the best lip sync so far. What are we thinking about the quality of the lip sync this season? Well, this episode, sorry. So that's the end of my podcast. Please subscribe to my YouTube channel if you're watching it on here. If you haven't yet. Until next time, guys. Bye. And let me know your thoughts on this episode.